1: track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLV.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Moving right along here. KM to AM on the fan. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host, talking to the fans that listen to the fan and call in and watching sports, talking sports, sharing stories, can't talk about Aaron Rodgers all day, every day. There's plenty of other topics and other people and things to talk about. This is New York City. This is Market One. This is the Mecca. This is the greatest sports station ever created, 24-7. Sports talk on the fan. I'm blessed to be here at night for five hours. Out of that 24 hours, I like to consider myself the closer, you know? Young closer. Young uh, guy on the team comes in late at night to get the W. It's a W, fam. WFAN. Let's get right back into it. 877-337-6666. The Houston Astros, I just saw them yucking it up, laughing. They're chilling. It's 4-0. They knew. They're like, you're going to actually activate Max Scherzer and pitch him? They should have pitched, I don't know, Dane Dunning. I don't even know who else they have. You know, they're not going to be able to run out Jordan Montgomery Nate Evaldi, yeah, they could have pitched Dane Dunning here. I know it's a long series, though, and they they traded for Max Scherzer, so they're trying to get something out of him. Yeah, they're getting something out of him. They're getting batting practice as another run comes across. Five-nothing Astros. I know the Mets fans are feeling themselves. Good. Luis Angel Acuna. <laughs> you got Luis Angel Acuna, Ronald Acuna's little brother, in exchange for Mad Max. And if that kid turns into half the player his brother is, you won the trade. I mean, you already won the trade. Just so you don't have to watch Max Scherzer pitch ever again. And you got to be enjoying this tonight. He is what we thought he was. A fraud. He's trying to blame the pitch com. He's like tapping the pitch com, stopping the game. Like, you're, you're one of the oldest pitchers in the game. You pitched most of your life without a pitch com. You don't need that. So, got eyes on that. Halftime with the Liberty Oh, Joey Crack. They got Fat Joe on the halftime show. <laughs> Fat Joe is my guy, like actually in real life. <laughs> I flew back from Seattle at uh, the All-Star game. He was out there. And I wasn't sitting first class, but I was sitting in the like extra room space. So I was right on the back of first class, and Joe was sitting right in front of me. So when we got off the plane in Newark, I was able to stop him. Take a picture with him It's on my Twitter It's on my Instagram If you need to verify But Joe and I go back To 2014 And 2018 2014 Joe uh, Was You know A couple years I think Out of prison And he was getting back On the scene And They brought him in With MTV2 To host Off the bat At the MLB Fan Cave And I was one of The MLB Fan Cave Cave, cave dwellers So uh, Man Kicking it with Fat Joe Once a week Amazing Fat Joe is one of the greatest storytellers, and he's himself all the time. He's he's great. Um, and then 2018, he's a Rock Nation guy. I was working at Rock Nation for the sports agency, you know, doing digital marketing, working with mostly all the football guys: Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, Saquon Barkley. But the thing about Rock Nation back then, they moved offices, but um, when they were at 1411 Broadway. It was crazy because, you know, like my first day working there, Jaden Smith was performing. Uh, I'm just an icon living on a big table in a conference room. I ended up going to the bathroom later that week and and running into Yo Gotti. And then a couple weeks later, I run into Joe Crack the Don, <laughs> Fat Joe. And he's like, what you doing in here? I'm like, I work here now. He's like, oh, good for you. I'm like, good to see you. But that was short-lived. And, yeah, see, I could tell you all some stories, man. I— I haven't really been doing the radio that long. This is my second year. Uh, it'll be a full year once we get to November, or a full two years once we get to November twenty third. But yeah, I did some things before here. You know, I always talk about how uh, a lot of our guys here put in ten years, and I respect that. You know, I understand. You know, grinding for ten years to finally get on air, doing the behind the scenes work. Interning, board opping, working the weekend shifts, working the overnight, and then you know getting your chance to shine on air. I guess some people thought I skipped the line. I didn't skip the line. I was putting in my time outside of here, and then you know, universe never unconnects. The stars aligned where I got an opportunity to come in here, and uh, I've been holding it down ever since. So call me up, man. Join my show. Whatever you guys want to talk about, we have talked about the liberty. We've talked about. World Cup soccer, you know, I was thinking about, too, another story. I was in, like, this time last year, I was in London when the United States was in the World Cup, and they faced London, and I got to go to this this huge bar surrounded by all, you know, English blokes, and I'm wearing a American flag, headband, and an NYC shirt, and I'm with my wife. It was our, you know, secret baby moon. Um, I just past a year you know since i found out my son was a boy 10 17 last year i found out my son was a boy on a phone call from the doctor i'll never forget that day and uh yeah like a month after that we went to london and i got to see like the impact of the world cup london versus united states everybody in london was in a bar pub somewhere trying to watch his game i was surprised i even weaseled my way i ended up greasing the guy at the front door um with with euros and i ended up he ended up giving me like some drink chips or something but i ended up getting into this huge bar it was called green something maybe greenhouse in london and i was surrounded by all these like uh soccer hooligans and uh they ended up drawing and they were so disappointed and i was so excited i'll take a draw i thought the united states was gonna lose i was pumped up i'm like yeah i took the draw like the united states won my guy, Dominic, in East Rochester, back on the fan. What's up, Dom? Jeez, my man. <laughs> you know what she just
3: said? When I found, I found out my son was going to be a boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when I found out my baby was going to be a boy, I ran and I jumped into the bed. I'm like, I did it.
3: We won.
2: <laughs> it's a good
3: thing when your son's a boy. I can tell you. Just for the firstborn,
2: I just, I don't know. I, I had visions of a girl the whole time. I'm like, God's going to send me a little girl, and I'm going to be whipped by this little girl. She's going to control everything in my brain. And then the doctor said, it's a boy. And I said, oh,
3: oh let's go. Well, you know, my son was born, uh, you know, I had my child about 132 years ago. We didn't go into the uh, uh, room or anything like that. They didn't do that back then. And this was at 4 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I'm I'm a I, I, I'm a piece of dog do because I got, you know, it's because of me, we're up at four o'clock in the morning and uh, they were all taken off to the room. And I say, doc, doc, just a minute. I said, what's the message? I, if that's a girl, put it back. Because no. I, I, don't want, I don't want a son, you know? So I, I lucky I got my way, you know, Keith, I hate rooting for the Astros. I, I hate, to, to pull for the Astros but tonight what are you going to do? I mean no, regardless of no rooting for
2: or against this was inevitable. <laughs> Matt, this is what Mad Max does at this part of his career. He is the opposite of a big game pitcher. If you put him on the, that's why I'm like what are the Rangers doing? I think they knew they're like all right, well it's a 7 game series. We're already up 2-0. We can burn him here and I bet you they won't pitch him if they make it to the World Series. Well, I'll tell you what,
3: school Cole had a hell of a year but school is still out on Cole too for me you know I mean he hasn't won a a big a big playoff game as a Yankee so yeah they gotta get him there it's a shame I know I get the chance this year it's not on him it's not on him it's not on him this time you know as far as that goes but uh uh how about that uh, guy that pitched the first game for the, uh, the Rangers? You ever heard of him? <laughs> I'm very familiar with him. Oh, <laughs> the, the, you know, you don't remember. him. me get a million calls. But, you know, the day it happened, I said, no, 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 yeah. no, no.
2: You know. I tried to I, you know, I tried to back Cashman because oh, we needed a center man. fielder. But when you think about it, Dom, why do we need a center fielder? Because they gave Hicks a seven year, seventy million dollar deal ah, and he couldn't be the guy. So to make up for that, do, they trade Jordan Montgomery for a, a center fielder in a walking boot. You do not trade a big
3: left handed pitcher as a Yankee for any outfielder. Yeah, I don't care who the hell it is. You know, and I don't get to watch, Keith. You know, I listen to the games. I've told you that before. Right. But I saw Montgomery the other night. He's a giant.
2: He's yeah, a big he grew hit. his beard out. It seems like he's you know, he's had some Texas barbecue, some St. Louis barbecue as well. He's a right. hefty lefty. You know, hey, I actually
3: got a bit of football tonight. But just before I get to that, Keith, I know you'll let me get there. They ruined Andrew Hart. They yeah. ruined him. This
4: guy Could have been rookie had of the year.
3: Forty doubles as a rookie and if, and you watch the games, you'll remember this. Yeah, he he, didn't he break Joe DiMaggio's hit, record as a rookie? He he yeah, he not only pulled them down the left field line, he hit him down the right field line. Yeah. This guy was foul line to foul line. They ruined this guy up up in the, the major. Swing like a helicopter majors.
2: propeller. I mean the uh, Yankees are good at that. The, they're good at ruining guys. They they didn't want him to play third base. They you know, they didn't like the little hitch in his uh, you know, throwing motion and now he's pretty much out the league. He's playing for the Pirates, I believe. He got some get back against us, against the Pirates, but he's on his last leg. he he's he, he's not the same. They
3: they ruined him. It's that simple. They ruined him. Listen, Keith, you'll appreciate this as a former quarterback as a as a lifelong Cleveland Browns fan. P.J. Walker, he's our guy. Oh, yeah. He's from Jersey.
2: I'm a big P.J. Walker fan, the pride of the Temple Owls. I've been talking about him for a while. I was talking about him last year. He's, he's our guy. He's not but, you know, 5'10", 5'11", uh, but he's a, he's a competitor. And, you man, know, he went out there and beat the Niners. After the, Cowboys, after the Cowboys lost to the Niners, I did not have that on my bingo card. Preferred,
3: I would have preferred, just before we kicked the field goal, that he didn't throw that ball at the end zone until about triple coverage. Yeah, that was, you know he was trying. Was, he was trying too yeah. hard. He's got to play smarter the rest so, of the way. And and Keith, the other team missed the field goal for a change. This is the Cleveland yeah, Browns. Yeah, the Moody. other th- the other team missed the field goal. So how about our defense? How's that look?
2: Yeah, no, uh, that defense it. is well, legit. We, we talk well, a lot about how legit the Jets' defense is. The Cleveland Browns' defense is legit. They were all talking about Miles Garrett. Trent Williams said that guy's a Hall of Famer. Trent Williams is one of the best left tackles in football, and Miles Garrett tossed him. like
3: 69 years of Browns fans, Keith. 69 years. I don't know how many Super Bowls there's been. 50-some. We haven't been to one. Dom, make sure you call
2: me up when they play the Jets. I will. I call you all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's not baseball season, so we you're, you're, we, we don't get your catchphrase. It's not working.
3: <laughs> well, it's going to be all straightened out with this outside firm, except it's not going to be an outside firm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Run the run the firm.
2: audit. Run what? the audit. Run run the audit, and, and uh, they'll tell you what you did wrong, and tell yourself what, a what you bunch
3: did of wrong. Your lips are yeah. honest, God, hell's doing it too now. Uh, doing it now too,
2: lip service, lip service, lip service. I wish he didn't yeah. say anything. I, like, exactly. We didn't need those comments at the Sportico sports event. Right. They just talk
3: to us like we're stupid, Keith. And it's the guy, it's just like we're stupid. You yeah. know, like we, like, like we don't know anything. I mean, like this, fan base,
2: this fan base yeah. is on edge. And these young kids are starting to really, like, turn up the flames on them because they haven't seen anything. You know, you've seen a lot of Yankees World Series, you success. Better, that's right these young kids that are under 25 that don't remember 15 years ago that we're going on these young kids that are under 21 uh, the teenagers they're they're looking at you know yankeeography and yankee classics and all the stories we're telling and they're saying hey where's ours you know where's our run to the world series where's our championship yeah. hey Keith that's a good point
3: i can't i can't disagree with what this you're saying this generation
2: is due these yeah. young yankee fans are getting pissed off Especially you know, looking Keith, at a generational player like Bryce Harper, they're like, Wait, you didn't even entertain him? You know, Keith, listen, he's looking at the forty two thousand a night, okay?
3: <laughs> that could that could go to twenty two thousand a night in a heartbeat. A heartbeat that could go to twenty two thousand.
2: If, if he stays on this road. We'll see. They got, they got to get this team right. And they they got to go for it. They got to go out and spend money and stack the deck, as I like to say, and make sure that it isn't just Aaron Judge. Because if you miss him for two months, there's your whole season. You can't rely on a young kid in an Anthony Volpe to, hey, lead off for us. Hey, hit ninth, hit seventh, hit sixth. Propel our offense in your first year facing major league pitching. You know. Jeez,
3: I, I know you got to go, but all they got to do is call
2: us call you and I I know they listen can... I know they listen I, I know there's uh you know people inside the Yankees front office that listen to my show and when they're driving away from Yankee Stadium they're turning on the fan and they can hear all the fans complaining and talking about it and we don't you know we speak right about it like we don't we don't half step we don't beat around the bush we we talk right about what the issues are and the problems are and Uh, We're going to do that when it gets to hot stove time. I'm I'm ready for it already. We're already there. Yeah,
3: well, we got to do the football for now. There'll be plenty of hot stove time.
2: Yep.
3: All right, my man.
2: Thanks for the call, Dom. 877-337. A a 6-6 and two more 6s as we keep on rolling. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Browns football, Yankees baseball, the New York Liberty.
1: Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Keith McPherson on the fan. We're about halfway through my 5-hour KM to AM. In the 11 o'clock hour, we'll do the Casamigos big shot of the night. It will not be Max Scherzer. Spoiler alert. 87-7, 33 7, 66, 66. The Liberty are looking good, and Barkley's center is loud and bright and looking alive to me. It's not looking dead and quiet like Wilbon said and not as empty as Evan Roberts promoted an hour before the game. Let's get back into the calls. Uh, I did want to highlight something from the ALCS Game 3. I'm kind of conflicted because... As much as I was rooting against Max Scherzer, I'm never rooting for the Houston Astros. I hope this isn't the game that wakes them up. I hope this isn't the game that reminds the Houston Astros that they win tonight and they're three wins away from going back to the World Series. Christian Javier is doing what he does. That guy is nails. Yankee fans remember the combined no-hitter. In 2022, when he came to Yankee Stadium and had 13 Ks, started that one off. I mean, I just was looking at a stat on Twitter. In four postseason starts for this guy, he's given up two hits. Last year in the ALCS, he went five and a third with one hit. In the World Series, he went six innings, nothing. Gave up no hits. In the DS this year, he went five and only gave up one tonight. He's cruising. Right now, he is, oh, he just gave up his first hits of the game and his first runs. Here come the Texas Rangers. So I'm I'm seeing that on the box score. I I haven't seen it live yet, and now I'm about to see it live on Fubo TV. But it hit the box score first, runner on first. Oh, Josh Young is about to get them and get them on the board. Is this a homer? Oh, that's a homer, baby. Get out, ball. (laughs) This mic is powerful. I always say that. This WFAM mic is powerful. From, From my words, through this microphone, I said, don't let this be the game. Like, don't let this be the game that they win where it fires them up. I was rooting for Max Scherzer to get rocked. But here come the Texas Rangers. They're only down three now. We got a game here, folks. Bottom of the fifth inning, Astros five, Texas two. Josh Young just hit a two-run shot off of Christian Javier, who was absolutely locked in, dialed in, rolling. He gives up a hit, and then he gives up a homer, and now the Texas Rangers are like, wait, 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 wait. wait. We haven't lost a game in the postseason. We know Max Scherzer sucks. We got him out. Let's continue. 877 337 66 We were talking about the Browns and P.J. Walker. Let's talk to Mike in Bricktown on the fan. What's up, Mike?
5: Hey, what's happening, man? How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Thanks for calling. How are you?
5: Uh, thanks, man. I've been waiting for a while. I uh, I hung out with your boy Zeke over the weekend at a car tournament.
2: <laughs> but uh,
5: I wanted to talk to you about the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Shout out to Zeke. Okay. Shout out to uh, Zeke if he's listening. That's my guy.
5: But um, I wanted to ask you about what you think about Matt Canada after we had a nice win, and now his reaction was like, like motionless after we had the uh, touchdown pass against the Ravens. We need to get rid of Matt Canada. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah,
2: that's what everybody's saying. And I saw during that game they had that camera literally right under his face. I don't know. The guy's working. He's trying. And, uh, you know, obviously Zeke and I are Ocean Township guys, so we're rooting for Kenny Pickett. You know, Kenny Pickett is trying to, and they're trying to get that offense to click. I don't know what it is. Is it Matt Canada and his play calling? Uh, it's
5: got to be something they got to be a little bit more creative i mean the play that won the
2: game was was uh kenny audible randy randy yeah 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 he goes one-on-one randy randy yeah yeah so Pickett goes one-on-one turns into randy moss beats uh marlon humphrey down the right sideline on a go-route touchdown that's all she wrote i I don't know you look at
5: matt canada you look at matt canada upstairs and he looked like I mean,
2: like, didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't know. He should have celebrated it, but at the same time, he can't take credit for it because it was an audible. They checked to that play; that wasn't the play he sent in. But I
5: think that's what we got to do. We got Deontay coming back this week. Um, You know, I got to get the run game going.
2: I was talking last night. I don't know if you were listening. I was talking to a Steelers fan last night about Najee Harris and how maybe they just got to get that kid, uh, you know, in an I formation. I don't know. Get him. Uh, maybe in a pistol formation, get him running. Put Warren and Naji in the back in the
5: backfield at the same time because Jalen Warren is a. I mean, I love that guy, man.
2: He is just like a little bowling
5: yeah. ball that just goes
2: run, run zone read with those guys. Have the inside zone uh, Najee Harris, and then let Kenny get on the outside. Kenny can run. He's athletic. We all saw the fake slide. Like get him on the perimeter with Jalen Warren as the uh, pitch option. They got to get creative. Yeah, That's the like thing. That. Be creative. They, they got to do some things like go deep in your bag and get creative. Take some chances. You're, you 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 only exactly, going to win in the exactly. NFL by trying. Like you can't be vanilla. You can't you can't run the same plays and and have a basic offense. These defenses are teeing no, off.
5: No, and I heard I was I listen a lot of radio, and you're awesome, dude. Like you, I mean, I, I love listening to you, man. I'm so glad you're a Jersey boy. And you're getting much better, much read. I've been on hold for an hour and a half, man. So that knows that you've made it so far. But, you know, I, I listen to Colin Cowherd, too. Like, he's talking about how all the offensive teams are spending money. You know, the Chiefs, all these other teams are spending money on the offensive side. You know, Steelers spend money on the defensive side. In the last five years, yeah, defense has been, like, top four. But we've won one playoff game in the last five years. So we're not spending our money in the right spots. I mean, what do you think about
2: that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's also you have to draft. I think they have players that they drafted. Your number one receiver, you drafted. Uh, even Deontay Johnson, that, you drafted him. You drafted your quarterback. You drafted both of your running backs. You know, if, if somebody comes available for you to pay on offense, sure. uh Offensive line, maybe I could see them, you know, paying for their offensive line. That's where the Chiefs yep. spent their money on their offensive line. They they let Tyreek Hill go. They didn't want to pay Tyreek Hill. They let Juju Smith Schuster go. They didn't want to pay him. I mean, they're going to have to pay Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, yeah, because yep. there is no offense with without those guys. But I I don't think it's all, you know. Callen, shout out to Colin Colin Cowherd. Uh, he he's missed on a bunch of takes. I don't believe that it's all just you got to spend. To have uh, you know an effective offense right here with the no, Giants. I agree with you. you know, I agree We, with we you, thought 100%. the Giants had a better you know set of offensive weapons because they have uh, you know a forty million dollar quarterback and they make a trade for Darren Waller and they bring in Paris Campbell and it's, it's you know it just doesn't always work out on paper. Well, the
5: Giants got a lot of mud on their faces for what they've done because it doesn't look good right now. Yeah,
2: it's not good enough. It's it's tough. It's a week to week league. It's matchups, and all of these guys are good. All of these guys. Are great defenders, and wow, speaking of great defenders, thanks for the call, Mike. Home run robbery. Wow, show that again. Jordan Alvarez trying to go deep. <laughs> oh, he went and got that. Tavares, show me that. Wow. And it's packed out there, Globe Life Park. They're about to show the replay, replay right now. Oh, they have a sick camera in there. See these new ballparks. Wow. This camera that they have for Fox Tracks the ball. It's a sky camera. What a grab. I don't know if you guys are watching baseball. I know everybody's kind of off it around here. The Mets, the Yankees, what a flop. I can't believe the Mets and Yankees didn't make the postseason this year. I can actually. Shout out to uh, Leoti Tavares, number three, playing center field for the Texas Rangers. That's a Center ESPN top 10 highlight right there. The, the Rangers are here to play. The Rangers are here to play. Let me see. We were just talking about those Giants. Let's talk to Evan in Union, New Jersey. Evan, you're on the fan.
5: Hey,
6: how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah, I just saw that catch. That was sick. Um, it's good. To, it's good to see other sports teams playing really well. As a New York sports fan, you know <laughs> Rangers playing good. Yeah, I guess Giants and Yankees. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I'm just watching the Giants. It's pretty miserable. Uh, one guy that's really. Uh, difficult to watch is Kayvon Thibodeau man like I mean he's drafted fifth overall I don't see him making a difference in a game I just you know I I just don't see him making plays ever I mean I know the Washington game last year was fantastic that's what you want to see from him you don't expect to see that all the time he he seems to be around
2: the ball he seems to you know make a fumble recovery or play here and there it's just not enough for where he was drafted and what you expected him to be right he gets compared to like Aiden Hutchinson and when you see Aiden Hutchinson he is a disruptor he is hell like they can't block him they can't stop him I mean that guy is like comparing him to Kayvon Thibodeau it's day and night but it's also the scheme and you know what it is about Kayvon he he put out so much before he put it out on the field right like I remember when I first saw this guy he was like He was advertising for, like, chess.com, and he already had all these sponsors. And then he pulls up every week with these ridiculous outfits. It's like you got to do it on the field first. You got the game backwards. Like, all the attention comes once you ball out. And he's a guy who said, oh, yeah, primetime loves me. If you're going to be a primetime player, don't talk about it. Be about it. Like, we need to see it. We need sacks. We need strips. We need fumble recoveries, interceptions. He almost had an interception this year go off his hands. Like, you got to make those plays.
6: I mean, do you see him? Do you see him turning it around? Like, I, I, I totally agree with what maybe you're saying. Maybe not with Wink.
2: Maybe not with Wink Martindale. Maybe not in, in okay. Wink's system, uh, or maybe not at all. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what the kid is. It, why, why?
6: What about Wink's system? I guess. Like, wouldn't that like he's they, they drop him like,
2: in? They drop him in the coverage, oh. and then a lot of times, you know, and he said it himself. Oh, I'm on the back end, and I have a certain responsibility. And, you know, the the play is going away from me. So, I don't know. It's not like he's always pinning his ears back and just rushing the passer. It's not like he's always in a position to disrupt and make plays. He kind of has some other responsibilities. You know, like, it's the system thing. Yeah.
6: Do you think he's a bust at this
2: point? No, I wouldn't say that yet. That's why I said I don't know what he is. I don't know if it's a product of the system that he's not always making plays. I don't know if he's just not as good as we thought. But, like, he has had moments. It's just you need those yeah. moments to be consistent. Right. You need those moments to be every right. game.
6: And it doesn't help that Ajilari is injured every season yeah. for five to six games. And Can they trade no him?
2: They, the trade deadline's coming up, see if anybody wants the damaged know? goods.
6: Wow. And then they would have to go draft edge rusher next year, I'm guessing.
2: Why Does not? Compensate or? There's, there's, yeah. ed, there's edge rushers coming every year. I just was saying that about that's how it's – that's how it's gotten harder to play quarterback in the NFL. These edge rushers are yeah. running 4 right. 4. They're monsters coming off the edge now.
6: Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, we don't have it. And, and it's funny because that's been the Giants' formula. You know, I, I watched the Giants' two Super
6: Bowl wins, and it's been D line, and, and we just all we have is Dexter. I don't see Leonard Williams doing anything yeah. ever. I don't know if he's getting double teams. Like, what? They, I don't see Leonard Williams playing. They, play they might be they a couple a weeks
2: from trading Williams, too. We'll see. They yeah. beat the commanders. That this is a make or break game. This is literally a yeah. uh, 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 NFL turning point of your season. Thanks for the call, Evan. They gotta beat the commanders. If not, then it's like, all right, sell off and whatever. Uh if we lose the rest of these games, we're gonna be looking at quarterbacks in the offseason. Let's take another call here if we can. We're talking Giants on the fan. Let's go to Gerard in Gerald in Clifton, New Jersey. What's up, Gerald?
5: Hey,
6: Keith, how you doing? Uh, Big fan, first time calling you. Um, Ding, 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 see,
2: we're getting first-time callers. I appreciate it.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, what do you think about uh, when Daniel Jones gets healthy, if he should uh, come back and be the starting quarterback? Because when I saw Tyrod out there, he was looking good. And, like, you know, I know the offensive line has been bad and everything, but, like, Daniel Jones has been taking sacks. And I feel like a lot of them, well, they were on the offensive line, but a lot of them were also on Daniel Jones, like, Feel like he has no pocket presence he doesn't know like really how to move around back there he, he was like rattled yeah
2: he was clearly rattled daniel jones is a signed 40 million dollar quarterback who you drafted six overall when he's ready to go cleared to go they're they're gonna play him and your hope is or you hope that you know when he comes back he learned from watching someone else play and i mean he's he doesn't have to learn from watching tyrod but you you would hope that he comes in and he plays a little differently than he did in the beginning of the year, and you hope that the offensive line is better with Justin Pugh and moving guys around. I mean, they need Andrew Thomas back. I I think that guy alone is such a huge hole in the offensive line because he is one of the best left tackles in football. He's not just any random guy on the line. Like, he is an anchor to the left side of that line. You need him back. But, I mean, big guys with hamstrings, they linger, and they got to kick back, and they got to handle these DNs that I'm talking about that are – uh, you know, 6'5, 280, running 4'4. Uh, Daniel Jones, when he's ready to go, they'll bring him back. There will be no quarterback controversy, but it is nice to see a change of pace. It always is. It's nice to see, like, all right, if we're thinking it's this and you see Tyrod come in, it kind of alleviates some of that. It's like, all right, well, you know, we can't, our offense can move the sticks, we can compete. And I think this week against the commanders, if they get it in the end zone, they punch it in um daniel jones should be able to come back against the jets if he's cleared to play and hopefully he he sees that and he says okay this is how i gotta play i gotta get rid of the ball quick i gotta take some chances i gotta be aware of pressure of blitzes i gotta you know not let it get to me and i think it got to him because he got his ass kicked the first four or five weeks of the season you know like that's what that's what fans don't see and i was saying that thanks for the call gerald i'm like you guys don't see that he's taking a beating like You guys act like these hits because he's got pads on. He's just eating these hits. No, he's wearing these hits week after week after week. And it wears down on a guy. It's tough to play like that. But there will be no quarterback controversy. Tyrod is a serviceable backup veteran that obviously knows what to do. At least you have one. I came in this night. uh, I came in tonight talking about this thing with the two quarterbacks. You need two. The Giants knew that. That's why they paid Tyrod more than a lot of these backups. And here he is. You hope to get your second win of the season with him this week, but I don't think that means he's your quarterback moving forward. I think if Daniel Jones is cleared to play where he's not at risk, where this neck injury isn't the type of thing where it could, you know, lead to a larger problem, then he is your number six overall pick. He's a $40 million quarterback, the face of your franchise. You put him right back in there. 877 337 Let's break it down again. We'll be back after this quick timeout. We should be talking about the Giants, man. Your official station to talk Giants, home of the New York Giants, WFAN. KM to AM. We've got, I don't know, like two hours left. 877-337-6666. Taking your calls, hitting push-ups during the break. Watching the ALCS. Got an eye on the Liberty. Come on, girls. The Liberty are losing. Don't tell anybody. They're only down a bucket. 60 to 58 in the fourth quarter. Oh boy. Did I hear Sean Morash say that he wanted the aces to win because he's never seen a championship live, never been to an elimination game? So you want you want New York to lose so that you could physically see a championship? Like, come on, bro. Let's go, Liberty. New York, like, we need to see these girls force a game five and not lose either game in Barkley Center. If they lose in Vegas, they lose in Vegas. But protect home court, protect Brooklyn and BC over there. I did see an updated post from our guy, Afternoon Evan. He put out a video. Shout out to Frankie V for tagging uh, tagging me in it. Evan put out a video, Electricity. It is packed in there. The lights are going crazy. The fans are going crazy. And uh, come on, Liberty. Just got to win by one. Back to the ALCS. It's 5-2, bottom of the six. Christian Javier is still in there. And the Rangers still alive, only down three. Do not count them out. They're, you know, now it's their second guy out of the bullpen. But, yeah, keep an eye on that. And like I said, we got to talk about the Giants, man. The Giants have... A game this week that I think is a must-win. I don't care about their record. I'm, I'm talking about just it's an NFC game or NFC East division game. It's a team that you usually have success against. Uh, if you want to call them peer-tier, sure, I guess they're a peer-tier team. But I think, you know, they're going to be riding high off of their win last week. They're going to come into East Rutherford thinking, oh, we're facing a backup quarterback. Oh, we're facing one of the worst teams in the league. And this is time for those coaches to prove themselves as well. I think there's a lot of people that went from, oh, these guys are all great. I myself said that Wink Martindale and Mike Kafka are head coaches. They were interviewing for head coaching jobs. They decided to run it back. They decided to come back with Brian Dable and stay on his staff to see if they could build on what they did last year. They have taken 10 steps back. So people now are looking at them sideways to say, Yo, what's up with these guys? Here comes another opportunity. Moral victory Sunday night against the Bills. But, you know, no one's really, you know, looking at that game like, okay, you did something. You lost. You couldn't score a touchdown. Here comes an opportunity at home in front of your fans before you face off against the Jets in a rivalry game. These coordinators have to have a game plan, and these players have to go out there and execute. They have to beat the Washington Redskins football team commanders. Let's go to Drew in North Brunswick. What's up, Drew? You're on the fan.
4: King Keith, what's going on, man? Hey. South of Brooklyn, New York, man. Hope they do. Hope the Liberty take it tonight. Yeah, ho-
2: hopefully they pull it off. Six and a half minutes left. They're only down a bucket.
4: They they got this. But anyways, off of what you were saying about the OC and the DC, I mean, from last year carrying over to this year, you you see how it affected the team. I believe, like saying that, oh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, take um, a coach. And put them here and then another coach and put them there, offense or defense, it don't matter, Wink or Kafka. But, uh, you know, you, you you hear that, and, and I think the, the players checked out because they're thinking, well, these guys ain't going to be here. You know, they're not putting in the time and the effort, especially when you got their new regime with the coach and his coaching staff. You don't do that. You got to give these players uh, some time to develop. Also, the coaches, all- especially too you know and um I feel like since that Minnesota win last year in the playoffs they were talking all that you know moving around the coaches and stuff it affected them in the Philly game and I think it's carried over to this year granted you know we don't have a good line and people ain't making plays and there's contract you know disputes and this, that, and the other yeah, there's, thing, guys, there's blame to go coming. all
2: around. You know, at the end of the day, the coaches yeah, don't right. play. And and at the end True. of the day, these guys get paid millions to go out there and execute and play for pride for the name on the back of the jersey and the logo on the helmet. Um, you know, that's, I kind of feel that. bad for Wink Martindale, as old as he is. And, you know, yeah. I think he wanted an opportunity to go be a head coach and came back, and it's like not been course, great. His defense are getting yourself. smoked, and then – the real issue is Mike Kafka in this offense, you know, coming from the chiefs and he was looked at as, you know, one of the like top OCs and like, it's a real problem. If you can't get in the end zone.
4: That's it, man. You got to score touchdowns in this league or you're done. That's it. You know, you can't be kicking field goals and, and this and that relying on, on, you know, turnovers and stuff like that, which is a good thing. And we haven't had that many of them, but you got to put that ball in the end zone, man, whatever it takes, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just results to win, you know, in this league. So, I mean, if you don't have that, you basically have nothing, and you're looking yeah. to lose. I, I don't want to
2: believe they're checked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to believe I mean, that it, it's I'm, tough, I'm, and it's frustrating when you lose, but I don't I don't want to believe they're checked out. Thanks for the call, Drew. You know, this week they're going to face off against Eric bien and Jack Del Rio. As we're talking about, the coordinators for the Giants getting head coach opportunities, getting head coaching looks. Man, what is going on in Brooklyn? I just saw my guy Doug Barak before they went to break. And was Sabrina Ionescu just puking into that garbage can? Why did they have that on the camera? Uh, and now I just lost my train of thought, and i got to say this before we break. So Eric Bienemy is a guy that has interviewed for head coaching jobs the last three, four years. Jack Del Rio used to be a head coach. They both are there as the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator under Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders. And then when you look at Mike Kafka and Wink Martindale and Kafka coming out of Kansas City in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, before he came over here to New York, he's familiar with Eric They They work together. And uh, Wink Martindale has got to be ready to stop that offense. And Sam Howell, and I think they can. I think they can match up against the commanders. And if the offense, it's, it's really going to be on the offense. Because the commanders are going to throw the ball. Sam Howell takes more chances than any other quarterback in the league. I just saw Dan Orlovsky talking about how aggressive he is. you got to be able to match that. You can't expect the Giants' defense to pitch a shutout. They did play with a little bit more energy last game. You hope that carries over. But. You have to score touchdowns. They can't be the New York field goal Giants this Sunday. 877-337-6666. Two hours to go. Let's take another break. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?